From in the beginning to the musical apocalypse, this is The Bible Says What. I'm your host, Mike Wiseman. Last week's intro touched on my Paul to Saul conversion. This week, I want to address some of my issues with the Saul to Paul story found in Acts chapters 9, 22, and 26. First off, there's a common misconception regarding the name change Saul went through. Most Christians will tell you that Saul got his name changed to Paul by Jesus on the road to Damascus. This assumption is not biblically accurate. Not once does the Bible say Jesus changed Saul's name. Jesus actually refers to Saul as Saul during the entire conversation. In Acts chapter 13, the Holy Ghost even calls Saul by the name Saul. Nowhere in that story does Jesus tell Saul he will now be called Paul. It's not in there. What we have instead is a clear explanation for Saul being called Paul. Acts 13, 9. Then Saul, who was also called Paul. As it turns out, Saul was Paul's Jewish name and Paul was his Gentile name. It's a silly mistake that can be easily rectified by picking up a Bible and reading it instead of assuming some random shit because it sounds nice. The second point I want to address is one of the most troubling parts of the whole story. Christians will tell you that you weren't open enough or willing to receive their deity. They'll blame you for not wanting or seeking hard enough. 2 Chronicles 14.9 says, If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. But what is revealed to us in the story of Saul's encounter with Jesus is that that argument, that verse, does not add up to what we see here. According to Acts chapters 9, 22, and 26, Saul persecuted and arrested Jesus' followers. He wasn't seeking Yahweh. He was beating up Christians. Saul was not looking for Jesus, and yet Jesus revealed himself to Saul. The Christian demigod took it upon himself to come all the way down to earth and talk to Saul. This is a blatant contradiction to the whole idea of us atheists having to come to Jesus in order for him to reveal himself to us. The Bible is full of contradicting ideas and stories. Christians will ignore and brush aside these issues. Using the power of make-believe, Christians create their own reality. Let's start the show. Is there anything in the Bible that you yourself have an issue with? <laughs> Okay, so it took you reading the Bible to realize that those things were bad for you? Yeah, it actually did. I, I didn't figure this out on your own? No, Ted, Ted Bundy could be redeemed. God doesn't kill children. Does, what do you think the Passover was? Yahweh sets up a whole system in the Old Testament where you slaughter animals just so he's able to forgive you. Today's special guest is Christian author Joseph Leonard. Welcome to the show, Joseph. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I got to add, it's Joseph M. Leonard. M. Leonard, correct. Because there's another Joseph Leonard out there uh -oh. from North Carolina. And oh. he's a Christian author. Oh, no. <laughs> so, you know, that can be both good and bad. Now, if they mistake me for him and buy my book, yeah. well, that's great. Well, that's all good. But if they you, don't yeah. like him, if they don't like him, that's bad. <laughs> if they mistake me, right? <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, tell us a little bit about your book, Terror Strike. All right. Well, the... Uh, 
I got a little blurb, and mm. I'll read that. That's probably the best way. The elevator pitch, yeah. as it's known, right? Yeah. Terror yeah. Strikes is not just a book, but a book within a book. As the lead Martin, a Detroit newspaper man, is writing a book about terrorism. So we journey with him on his journey to write a book. Uh-huh. But it is also a blog within a book. Okay. I'm a former IT guy. Uh-huh. So I was blogging before the term was ever invented and before the internet existed as we know it today. <laughs> so I'm introducing this new, because anyone under 40, I'm off script here, obviously, already. <laughs> but anybody <laughs> under 40 doesn't know life without the internet. They know yeah. what blogs are. So, you know, why not put blog in it? Yeah. So I take Martin's blog and put it in the book regarding hmm. 9-11. So it's not just a book within a book, but a blog within a book, because hmm. he uses his 9-11 blog as part of his source material. And Terror Strikes not only acts as a history lesson and warning, but concepts of not just those lost, but survivors, including some dealing with survivors' guilt hmm. and other related issues surrounding yeah. violent acts affecting everyday life. And I gotta add one last thing. Yeah. Higher terror strikes, right? But it's not a book about death. It's about life and hmm. living. And those both foreign and domestic that want to deprive you of your life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Wow. Wow. That last part powerful enough for you? Yeah. You well, you know. the book now, right? <laughs> It would make a nice collection to my guest's book collection that I have over here, yeah. for sure. Yeah. No. So why did you write the book? What, what inspired you to write this? I, I feel it is a calling, which I know to you is probably confusing. the atheist version of holy water is. It's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> but it came to me in a dream uh-huh. in 2006. So I started writing it in 2006, which coincidentally, you're in Vegas, was the last time I was out in Vegas. <laughs> it didn't come to me in a dream while in Vegas, though. <laughs> so I started writing the book in 2006. And, it, you know, I got the my characters down and a good outline and a few of the chapters, but it just wasn't flowing. And mm. I put it down. Well, last year, it came back in my dream. Hmm. God put it back in my life. God put it there. Yes. How do you know God put it there? It's what I feel, what I believe. Feeling. So you feel that God put it there. <laughs> Somebody put it there. I know as an atheist, you probably would say it's just random synopsis accidentally or a recurring thought. a dream from 2006. A light bulb moment. I have those all the time all the time okay <laughs> yeah i don't attribute them to god i just you know my own brain coming up with, with my subconscious you know yeah, bringing stuff yeah. up to the, to the front there hey don't forget about oh yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> so that's why i take it but yeah go ahead go ahead uh well it, it, and the fact that people seem to have bought into this myth that terrorism somehow disappeared the mm. Wuhan virus paranoia hysteria oh, that took over the mainstream media and drove their ratings 
oh, just no. buried the stories. Terrorism didn't go anywhere. You just didn't hear about it as much, except for like maybe the Waukesha parade massacre that mm. happened in December of 21. And of course, the New York subway terrorism that Recently. just happened in April of 2022. I hear constantly about shootings and, and, and terrorist attacks from domestic terrorism. I hear about it all the time. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I don't think it ever went away in the news. I think there were other stories that were more important at the time and then daily things come up and then we, we talk about them yeah. and then we move on to other topics that are important such as the ukraine russia incident right now so yeah no, yeah, i mean it the, depends on your news source too some ah, news sources cover it some, some don't. don't yeah and i think like, that's why it's important sorry joseph i think that's why it's important to to, to get your news from several different sources uh, and, and then verify each one. If you, it's the, this one says this, and this one says this. Why are they saying that? That's Absolutely. what that's what makes it real tough nowadays, too, because you everything just flashes in front of you. You want it quick. You just want to know. But you you honestly you have to look into each thing, otherwise, you're going to be just spouting a bunch of conspiracy theories without any basis. So yeah, yeah. that's uh, today's Twitter attention span. Everybody expects instant gratification. Yeah. Give it to me now. Give it to me in a sound bite. Damn, give me done. the details right off the bat yeah. Bam. all right yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it's nice because you know life is busy i'm sure you're pretty busy as well you know i like my news to be accurate and uh efficient but we can't always get that that's for sure and that's why we have to do several news sources exactly yeah you, you, you got to do deeper dives into these things yeah and uh so you mentioned conspiracy theory which is yeah uh, which is a lot of fun to look into some of those but you know <laughs> There, there's a difference in conspiracy, the word oh. itself. Now, a simple, basic, benign conspiracy. Huh. You and I decide to go to see a Las Vegas Golden Knights game. Mm-hmm. We coordinate our tickets. Yeah. Well, we just conspired to go to a hockey game. Now, Good the thing hockey, that's not illegal. No, but it's not illegal. Right, but it's Good still... <laughs> It's still technically a conspiracy. Parents discussing where to take the kids to dinner technically is kind of a conspiracy. It's a benign one. It's, it's when you add the theory at the end there, conspiracy theory. I think that's where, where we differ yeah, there. Yeah, that's yeah. where we get off into some of the weeds is a lot of people think that every conspiracy is somehow plots of hundreds of people yeah. flying and boating to dr evil's secret lair yeah and not all conspiracies are that way some are right out in the open paul mm. schwab and the world economic forum is right on his website i don't it's know anything about that theory is conspiracy in action right well, now you can see it what about area 51 oh i'm glad you brought it up because the last time i was out in vegas which was, oh no, not the last time. I think when uh, I was still with my ex-wife at the time, 2002, I think it was, huh. uh, we took one of the uh, van tours out to Area 51. Oh, nice. Lo- loved, loved the deal with Area 51. Always wanted to visit, never did. So finally, 2002-ish or whatever, hmm. we took a van tour out there. Oh, you know, you don't see much of anything. Of no. You get to see the infamous post office box <laughs> out there. You drive down the road, you get to the gate, and of yep. course, you see the white uh, 
pickup trucks. And mm. I started wandering up the hill and waving, and everybody in my tour was panicking. He's going to get shot. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, relax, people. <laughs> relax. And then oh. what, what was really great about that, and I hope we'll get to then talk about UFOs in the Bible. Yes. Talking about Area 51. Uh, uh, on the way back, you you stop at uh, in Rachel, Nevada, the little alien. Mm, yeah, yeah. I got to meet uh, Stanton Friedman there. Huh. You know who he's mm. one of the guys that's on all the UFO programs. Eh. No, don't. No, know. sorry. Okay. <laughs> the UFO uh, enthusiasts out there will know who that is. And Fox Mulder. That, that was great. That was kind of neat. That's my UFO enthusiast. I know is Fox Mulder. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I based most of my UFO stuff on X Files. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, that theme Great goes. show. You had, you had it. You had it. <laughs> yeah. So it was close to that, right? I was yeah. never into that show. Oh, I, no. I, yeah. Scully no, and, and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a great show. I love that show in the nineties, man. That I, I used to what leave church days, early on Sundays just so I could go watch that show. Uh, Mom, take me home. One of these days, I think I. One of these days, I think I need to go back and binge watch that. There though. you go. They've got them all. Because I, well. I, yeah, I love all the UFO stuff. I do. I, you know, on the history or discovery, whenever there's ancient aliens okay. or UFOs. You know, the mysteries of the universe shows, whatever. I, I watch all those. I love them. I have a fascination with them. And what sets me apart from most Christians is I don't think the Bible discounts extraterrestrials. Well, let's In dive fact, into that. I think, yeah, I think the Bible absolutely says there are extraterrestrials. So these extraterrestrials, what? are they, yeah, do well, they know about well, God? What was Lucifer? A fallen angel. Well, what debatable. is Michael? An archangel. Yes, I am. Okay. So the Bible admits there is some other form of life that didn't come from Earth. Ah. Therefore, quote unquote, is extraterrestrial in nature. So whether it's divine or not is another thing, but textbook speaking, it's extraterrestrial life. So the Bible says there's life elsewhere. It doesn't just discount it or exclude it like, unfortunately, most Christians seem to believe. The Bible says, actually, the Bible, your show, the Bible says what? What? What it doesn't say <laughs> is that life was only created on earth, period. It doesn't mm. say that anywhere. It mm. doesn't. So these, these lives that were created elsewhere. Are you are you referring to angels in heaven as extraterrestrials? They are another form of being. Hmm. Are they not? Are there other beings out there besides the angels and On the, the demons, planets? obviously? Potentially. 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 Again, it, why not? Well, what the would Bible be the purpose? Not, the Bible does not. Why would God only seed life on one planet? Why would he seed life elsewhere? Hedge your bets. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, but we, when we read the Bible, we find that Yahweh is very specific and very talk, uh, talkative about Earth. 
this is it this is his well specifically the israelite people those are his people this is a small little area of the universe what about everybody else do do they get the same experiences with god do we have interactions with god with aliens do they have their own bible how does that work i would believe they probably do so why wouldn't mm -hmm. version of the again the bible and here's something controversial i'm sure you'll love this (laughs) torah is really just a picture book for children there it is and the new testament is just an updated dr seuss version you gotta explain humanity humanity at the time and still today we are but children we know very little we haven't been around a whole long time at least with it as an advanced culture as we have you don't and you had this conversation with john wise and uh, your other about santa claus Uh uh-huh you teach children certain things when a child first learns to read you hand them you know war and peace or the bible no no they can't handle it so you hand them that you hand them things they can't handle and that's Uh. what the Torah was that's what the new testament is and Uh, when jesus returns we'll get a new updated new testaments that teach us more because we're more advanced mm. we can better we're more grown up and can handle the more grown-up conversation that we couldn't handle back then so why would he make a bunch of children why would he make a bunch of children that don't understand why wouldn't he make a bunch of adults that do understand well, because the Bible, basically, Genesis stated that he wanted to create the perfect garden and creatures uh, that got along. Uh, and innocence, I guess, in a word, innocence. He wanted he wanted innocence. to create innocence. Yes. But and he didn't. The serpent destroyed that. Who let the serpent in, Joseph? Well, the serpent was here because it was fallen. Okay. Did God create the serpent? Yes. Did God As let God created all the archangels? Did God let the serpent into the garden? Uh, God doesn't control every single thing, huh. every second of every day, every corner of the universe. So your did God he let is him not... in, or did he come in on his own? to me is an irrelevant argument well it's very important does your god know everything first off does he Uh, the concept is indeed an all-knowing god so he knew we also have free will right so he knew creating this being the serpent would cause the fall of man he knew he knew that it could we had the free will to decide whether to allow that temptation to then become our new reality by taking full part in the fruit of knowledge. So he didn't so, know whether or not Satan, the serpent, would convince Adam and Eve. He didn't know that? Why would he need to? Why would he have to? Again, well, you're, you're, you're glossing over the whole free will part. Right. God doesn't necessarily know what's going on in your head every minute of the day either, or well, mine, or anyone else's. God knows all of our thoughts. It's in the Bible several times. 
Um, so if he knew exactly what Adam and Eve were going to do, if he knew exactly what Satan was going to do, all of these things combined caused the fall of man, caused and, and Yahweh to have to have blood sacrifices to forgive this original sin constantly throughout life. So it's very important. Redemption. It's very right. important that he knows that this is going to happen. So he set this up. He's the one that put this all in motion. Who else would Ultimately, put this all in motion? it was our choice, though. Ultimately, it was our choice. But he knew the choice we would make, right? Yes. And thereby, yeah. redemption comes in there later. Right. So he's going to set this whole thing up so that you would need redemption in the future. Again, to give you your free will. He wants yeah. you to come to him Freely. freely yeah yeah so you believe everybody gets free will or just some people oh everybody has free will everybody gets free will do you remember the story about the pharaoh Which one uh where he hardens his heart on purpose so that he will not let the people go so that he can show off his powers okay that's not free will for the, the pharaoh the pharaoh did not have free will at that point exodus 9 through 14 exodus 9 12 Exodus 10 20, Exodus 10 27, Exodus 11 10. These, these are all different places where Yahweh hardens his heart on purpose. And right. there's several different places where Yahweh steps in to change the course of things. And, and what he does is he takes away people's free will to do no, these things. No, no. Okay. The will, the free will is still there. Where is Yah the influence? Okay, where he is influence. the free will for Pharaoh, though? When my heart is being hardened, is that free will? You choose to let your heart be hardened. I don't have a choice. Yahweh's an all-powerful being who's sending me whatever it is, hardening my heart. I have no choice. I don't have any will or free will or choice or anything at that point. Yahweh does as he pleases with the peoples of earth, with the powers of heaven. Daniel, I think it's 435. Um, so. He clearly says in several places that he takes away people's free will by doing whatever he pleases to do with them. Satan. Did Satan have free will? Was he in heaven when he when he sinned? Yes, and that's why he was cast. So there's out. free will he in heaven as well. well. Yes. So we can sin in heaven. We don't have the same type of form there. Oh, I, I can't speak to that. I don't know. Hmm. I can't speak to that. Well, that's what the Bible that's, says. That's, that's... Yeah, and, and then we go to yeah. the first Samuel 18. Yahweh uh, sends an evil spirit onto Saul, forcing Saul to throw a spear at David. There's all kinds of places where Yahweh forces the his will onto people, not their free will, his will. And when his will thy be done, whatever it is, you know, people don't have their own will at that point. That's his will. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? That's to influence a particular other outcome of a greater, broader picture. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. But for the most part, for the most you part, have that free will. And, uh, you still have to succumb to the influence. I, we're, ne we're never going to have a meeting of the minds on this. 
You're no. saying there's an absolute imposition, and I'm saying they still had an out, and they chose it. He did. Pharaoh and actually, God would have then probably used someone else for his will to be done. Yeah, yeah. Well, he Pharaoh several times was going to release the, the, the Israelite people to, to go worship Yahweh as he had commanded. And then Yahweh comes in, steps in, and hardens his heart. Romans 9, 18, Yahweh has mercy on whom he wants to have mercy on, and he hardens whom he wants to harden. That doesn't sound very free to me at all. And then Exodus 9, 16, but I have raised you up, Pharaoh. He's talking about Pharaoh. For this very purpose, that I might show you my power and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Where's the free will of Pharaoh if Yahweh has raised him up for this exact purpose, to harden his heart, to show off his powers by killing a bunch of kids during the Passover? How is that free will? That just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. At times, even as a parent, hmm. you give your children a certain degree of free will and free reign. Yes, or I don't know if you have kids or not. I do, I do. <laughs> at other times, at other times, you put your foot down and know this is the way it's going to be. How is that different? 100% different. I don't go, like, I don't harden somebody's heart in the process. I don't tell my kid to do something and then tell him a lie so that he'll do it and learn a lesson. I don't do that. I, I also don't. Well, maybe you don't. There I also don't. some parents out there that do do that. Well, I, yeah, I, mean, I don't think that's good parenting, like though. Going to the Santa Claus argument that you yeah. had with John Wise. Yeah. We tell kids certain things. We tell kids lies. We tell little white lies. I don't think it's a good idea, though. Things. We do. So you think it's okay to just completely destroy a child's life and not let them have any belief in Santa Claus? Yeah. For any oh. point in their life. Yeah, no, I think my kids should should base their their thoughts and beliefs in reality, not in fantasy. That's where I'm at, 100%. No, I, I, I never told my kids Santa Claus was real, even though they still, one of them, oh, Santa Claus is real. Okay, fine. Santa Claus is real? We'll let yeah, Santa Claus you... get you all the presents. <laughs> that changes real I heard real you quick. say that in the other episode. <laughs> but now, Santa Claus was based on a real person. It was, but Saint we Nicholas. added fantasy to yeah. it. Yeah. Just like Jesus. Jesus may have been based on a real person, but we add fantasy to it. That's where the whole resurrection all... and miracles and all that comes in. Same with Santa Claus. All the miracles, he can come down a chimney, he can give you all the gifts, he does everybody's no. house in one night. Yeah, no, come on. Man. No one witnesses Santa's miracles. Or Jesus. They don't really exist. There's plenty of people who witnesses witnessed Jesus's miracle. Not one that we have a record of. Not one. This is all hearsay. When we read the Bible, these people weren't there. This is all hearsay. And you know what hearsay is? It's inadmissible in court. And it doesn't Bible, add up. The archaeologists of today are proving the stories of the Bible through the Which locations ones, that it says existed exist. Okay, so yeah, but, there's real locations in the Bible, but they add fantasy. We did that same thing with, with, with uh, Santa Claus. It's a real person. Jesus may have been a real person, but when you add the fantasy onto it, that's when you should question it. That's when you should go, well, I don't believe all that magic stuff. 
maybe he was a good guru. Maybe he said, love your neighbor. Maybe he stole it from somebody else, which he totally did. Love your neighbor. But that doesn't mean he did all the magical stuff in the, it, uh, as well. Well, again, you know? you, well, clearly your heart has been hardened. Who hardened my heart, see, Joseph? See what's, what's around you. I think you did it to yourself. Obviously. I hardened my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> but How does one do that? We're not going to change each other's minds no, or opinions. And no. we were going down the road about UFOs in the Bible, hmm. which I would think you'd be a little more. Yeah, no, UFOs in the Bible. In because to some people, UFOs means God doesn't exist. And I already explained how that doesn't prove anything. Yeah. And like the Big Bang. I have an answer for the Big Bang. What's your I answer? Spoke the Big Bang into into existence. You can't explain Bang God, though. You can't <laughs> explain God, though. Can you explain God, Joseph? Can you describe God to me? Can you prove a negative? You cannot prove God does not exist. Therefore, well, your atheism is a faith. Well, here's like the problem, Joseph. John was talking about. Well, yeah, and, and again with John, here's the problem. You're the one making the claim that there is a God, and I'm denying your claim because I don't have any proof of it. It's just like if you made the claim that Santa Claus was real. John, I don't believe Santa Claus is real either because there's no proof of it. So the, the proof lies in your court. It is up to you to prove your claim to be true. Is well, Santa Claus real? Do you have to evidence? To prove your position, there is an onus on your part to disprove God exists there's an onus on your Otherwise, part to disprove that spider-man is not god prove to me that spider-man is not god <laughs> it's in your court john it's up to you prove to me i have a pop i don't know what you know what a pop is but of <laughs> captain universe spider-man this is spider-man in god form i have <laughs> proof right here can you disprove it that's a physical object so is the bible based on real life experiences with exaggerations spider-man is a human being there are human beings he lives in new york there is a new york which, it doesn't mean all the all magical extra stuff yes it's exaggeration just like the bible it's all exaggeration on your end none of what you're talking about is real prove to me none that of captain universe you... spider-man is not god no one has ever seen spider-man actually floating around new york city I have seen him at Disneyland looping and flying. I have seen him on movies. I've seen him in comics. I've seen him on television. I saw him at all, the park. Yep, all made yeah. up believe stuff. Why? Yep. What? Prove to me that it's make believe. I could go to Hollywood Studio and show you the projector that's projected. That doesn't mean that, that Universal right Spider-Man does real. not exist. Sure, it does. Why? Why does that mean it's, it doesn't exist? Just cause because somebody actually human, wrote a story about it? I can go to studios and it. find stories about Jesus. Mel Gibson did a story about Jesus. Does that prove it's fake? Well, again, we're not going to uh, convince one another of anything. No, but does You're that prove it's fake? Convince me. I'm not going to convince you. Ah, Anybody with a, Anyone with an ounce of common sense ah. understands the difference that you're not willing to concede. Your audience Mel Gibson knows how made a movie you about are Jesus. Right now. 
Your audience knows how phony you are right now. I am the phoniest person. Totally. <laughs> Come on, man. Tell me the difference between Cosmic Spider-Man, or Cap sorry, Captain Universe Spider-Man, and the Invisible Man that you claim exists. We know the person who created the character. We know the people who made the movies. True. The we know the people that created the character Spider of Yahweh. We know those people. We've seen it. We can we can go to their history. They're called the Israelites. We know they created this character, this Yahweh character. They created him. He's based off of a storm deity. He's based off of war gods. He's based off of all kinds of different things. We know that. We can find that out by reading books and looking at history. Yeah. So the you same thing about Spider-Man. You remind me very much of Lee Strobel. Are you familiar with that? Name? Oh, man, I wish Lee Strobel would come on my show. I want to talk to that man because I feel that his reasons for changing from atheist or whatever it was into Christian are ridiculous. I don't think they make any sense whatsoever. I've read his and book. And he would equally think you're a fool. I would oh. love to have him on so we can talk about that. I would but other than that. I we would can't love really speak you to him. have him on too so I can hear that broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Well, I'll let you know if he ever decides to come on. I'll tell you. I'll let you know. That'd be great. Well, if you have anybody, you know anybody that knows Lee Strobel, get his ass on <laughs> the show. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't. No, no. But back to the Area 51 thing. Yes, you know, aliens. Ezekiel saw the wheel. We know that. What wheel? That's in there. That's the question. What was it really? Right. Why does it have to be aliens, though? It doesn't. It may okay. or may not be. That's the point. The question huh. is, we don't know. It's a faith issue, whether it is or it isn't. Uh, people who believe in UFOs, it, it, in its own sense, a sense of faith, because we see grainy videos and we yeah. see the pill video. But, and in the early paintings regarding christian scenes there's usually a glowing shiny object in the sky well is that like the sun is that a ufo or is that just angelic representation until we can go back in time yeah perhaps that's what this is yeah maybe well, this isn't aliens at all maybe, maybe this yeah. is future humans who know time travel and engage in christian tourism well, maybe we shouldn't just jump to conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we see these paintings, we see these, these shiny objects or whatever the farts they are, but we shouldn't jump to conclusions that they're automatically aliens or angelic beings. So do you think that your God, just throwing it out there, do you think your God created aliens? Not, not angels or demons, but other life on other planets. Other life on other planet. I do not rule it in. I do not rule it out because so, the Bible is silent on it. So we don't know. Except for the fact that we know damn well the Bible speaks to there being angels. Well, that right. is non-human life. Well, By yeah. definition, that's extraterrestrial. Well, there you go. So there's aliens in the Bible. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> based love it. on our verbiage, based on our definitions, based on Webster's or whatever. So your God's an alien. Not of Earth. They're alien. They're extraterrestrial. So your now, God Yahweh is an alien, now you right? Get into the, you get into the question of whether they're divine as archangels or not. Well, that's I don't all weird. know. That's yeah. the question. Yeah, we don't. That's know. why I posed it to you as an atheist. 
Yeah. To so, get your take on it. So, so to you, Yahweh's an alien. No, I didn't say that. Oh, so Yahweh's from Earth. Yeah, very good. Well, <laughs> just the next so, logical question. <laughs> yeah, in the basic sense, yeah, I guess you have to say Yahweh's an alien, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. In the uh, basic sense, he's not of Earth. He couldn't have been of Earth. It wasn't yeah. created yet. Yeah, exactly. He created it, right? Correct. So why do we so not have other stories of all, all these other Earth-like planets? Why do we not have stories of God creating them? Why just this one? Why bother to tell your children all about what your neighbors are up to? Well, do other aliens... So if there are other Earth-like places with other aliens out there are they getting the same jesus story do they get a jesus like does he save them from redemption from from hell and like how does all that work it seems so weird to me to some degree i think that has to be true but each place would be its own unique situation perhaps weird. there's a planet where adam didn't partake of the fruit now you're talking multiverse now you're talking my alley right eden now. still and the eden still exists no, I, I'm not talking multiverse, but yeah, that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm talking about potentially if he created, because the Bible says each is created to its kind, which that can be read and interpreted to mean it existed Animals. somewhere else. Animals. That it existed somewhere else, but was created again on this planet of its kind. Weird. It can be right that way. I'm, I'm just spitballing stuff. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, we can read it in all kinds of different ways. Exactly. But, but there's a lot really of look at the. For, there's but, a lot of room for some interpretation in some of that. But when you look into the history of it, why it was made, who made it, what was going on at the time when they made this, it reveals a lot more. A lot more. Well, it it, it takes a lot of the mystery out of it. A lot of the supernatural out of it. These were things that were happening. All kinds of people had gods for their cities. That was their totem. That was their, 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 yeah. Their, yeah. So, I mean, at this point, everybody's creating their own God. You've just got this one that everybody created that just, and now you're like, that's the one. Why not all you're, the other gods? Your God is Darwin. You believe not even close. Some random ooze happened to gel and create some sort of fish interesting straw man crawled out of the water no. i don't believe in darwin as a god uh i don't worship but anything. you believe in evolution i think evolution is the best way to explain how we got here yes so you're a darwinist i don't know what a darwinist is but i think evolution is the best way to explain things i don't think darwin got it 100 right i think darwin got some stuff wrong that we've been correcting throughout the years 100 percent. that's a belief that's a belief cool because we we don't know we physical real things i believe in i will take that i don't believe that in anything that's invisible and, and, and magical i don't you cannot produce in a lab primordial soup to create a fish, to create an ape, to create a human. And that's why Lee Strobel. So and that's why Lee Strobel is a, a Christian. You have a faith. No. You take that on faith. That no. Now, there's such a thing as microevolution and macroevolution. Yes, Those there are is. different issues. Yeah. That microevolution happens absolutely. There's certain degrees. Oh, so, so you believe in that part of it. Why not the other part? 
which is just as silly to believe. Why? Why is it silly to believe that? But you believe in a God that speaks things into existence. And a snake that talks. And a guy that needs bloodshed for forgiveness. These are things you believe in. It doesn't necessarily mean that the snake talks. That's an analogy. It's a... Telepathy? uh, That doesn't make it better. It's a story to convey a point and a thought. See, John, now, here's a difference. A lot of Christians, the argument you're making, take everything literal. Okay, so you don't think the snake talked? No. Okay, what, how did the snake convince I don't think the snake necessarily was a snake. It's an analogy. It's a story. They're all stories, Joseph. To tell children to make the point. Okay, how do you tell the difference between a story that's being said to make a point versus reality? How do you tell the difference? Tell the difference when modern archaeologists unearth and dig the sites that are aided in the Bible and, in your opinion, supposed myth being proven to have yeah. existed, thereby yeah. lending credence to what the Bible says. Can you point me to archaeology that has proven the resurrection of Jesus? Or any of the miracles that he's done. That's not the archaeology I'm talking about. I'm talking about like the Sodom and Gomorrah story. Cool. These places existed. Somebody stumbled upon them and made up a story. That doesn't mean that God is real. That means somebody came upon some rubble and made up a story. That's it. We're not making up the story now. We're discovering the places that were of reality. So So we can see Sodom and Gomorrah. And that it was just a bunch of men who wanted to rape a couple of angels. That you can see that. I am sorry, I missed. No, you can't. All you see is a is a city that all they saw was a city that was destroyed, and they made up a story as to why it was destroyed. And you believe it. There is no evidence to point to God coming down, or sorry, God sending angels to Lot's house. There's no archaeological evidence of that happening. There's archaeological evidence of certain places existing. Cool. New York exists. Doesn't mean Spider-Man is real. No, but for years, atheists have insisted that those places never existed at all. So what, Joseph? So what? I'm telling you right now, it doesn't matter. Right. So what? Let's change our story now. Who's changing the story? I'm telling you. I'm not talking about atheists in the past. I'm, I'm telling you right now. My, I'm not changing my story. The atheists have over the last couple hundred years because they have to. It's called evidence, Joseph. And we change our minds and our positions based off evidence. That's how that works. So if some new evidence comes along, guess what? We stop believing that things were the way they were. Now we believe the new way because evidence has shown us otherwise. That's how that now, works. What, what you have is new spin to fit the facts. That you, it's okay to be wrong. You know that, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I love I being be wrong. wrong. All the if I'm time. wrong, please tell me, and I will correct it. But I've yet to see much of this religion thing, the Bible thing, the God thing, the Jesus thing, that I've gotten wrong. No, of course not, because you're tied to your faith of atheism. Your God and your followers, the followers of God, have yet to show me or convince me. Is God, sorry, does God, your God, want to have a relationship with me? Does he want me to know the truth? Yes. Okay, why haven't I been presented with it? 
because your heart is hardened and you refuse. Why does he let my heart? Presented. Why is he allowing my heart to be hardened? Because you have free will. We've wow. been down this road already. Yeah, yeah. No, he can change the hearts of Saul into Paul to spread his word, but I'm not good enough. Is that what you're telling me, Joseph? <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> right. So why has he not done it? Why have I not had my Saul to Paul moment? Because Where is he? Again, What's he waiting for? Because again, God does not meddle in every single person's life, every second of every day. That's of not every what this year. tells me. That's not what this is telling me. In here, he meddles with people's lives continuously throughout on an the entire book. Basis. On an right. individual basis. Why am I not special needed. enough, Joseph? Why am I not special enough? I don't know. You'd have to tell me. <laughs> I don't understand. I'm not so special I'm on, enough either. I'm on I'm a road to hell. Enough. I'm on that road to hell, Joseph. The only thing that can stop me is your God. Yep. Why you hasn't will, he? Well, we will know when he returns and it will become obvious. Why do you but think until he's returning? Then, it's a matter of faith, just like your atheism and choosing mm. not to believe it is a faith. I don't like that word. Why do you think he's returning? Because he promised us he would. Well, he also says that animals can talk. So do you believe that can happen? I believe animals have vocal cords, so certainly they do Do talk. donkeys have vocal cords? They, they talk. They do not. They do not. They talk. They, we just they, don't understand their language. Okay, cool. So in the story in the Bible with Balaam's donkey, he actually talks English or what, Greek or whatever it is. Aramaic or Aramaic, whatever, yeah. yeah. Whatever it is. He speaks languages that we can understand. Do you think animals can speak languages we can understand besides parrots? Besides parrots. I mean, obviously. You caught yourself, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> I mean, come on. Obviously. But do you think donkeys can talk? Do you think anything else besides humans and parrots? And I mean, come on. Do you on. think dolphins talk and communicate? Do you think animals don't Do you think we can understand one them? another? Do you think they can speak in a language we can understand? The donkey in Balaam's story spoke a language in which the dude understood. Do you think that is possible? Only when God intervenes to allow it to happen. So yes. in Revelation, when God intervenes and forces every animal on the planet to praise worships to him, do you think that happens or is going to happen? The Bible says it will, so yeah. it's likely to happen. Wow. Whether so, you like it or not, or want it or not, or I want it or not. It's not that I want it or that like it. I find is, it impossible to have earthworms yeah. and dogs singing praises to Yahweh. I find that impossible, Joseph. Yeah. You're but thinking in a vocal cool sense, you. too. You're not thinking necessarily in a right. potential telepathic I don't live in a fantasy sense. world. I live in reality. And in reality, animals don't talk or sing praises to an invisible man. That's the reality I live in, Joseph. Your reality completely excludes telepathy, even though yes. science says it's possible? There's no science that says telepathy is real. Well, certain people in uh, certain CIA projects... It's called woo. Uh, like like uh, remote viewers would... Uh, probably disagree with you yeah well there's a lot of crazy people out there joseph doesn't mean it's real <laughs> there's people that think they communicate with aliens not real i'm sorry and, and if god created aliens 
what a waste of space to have them not interact with him, us, or anything else. They just they just sit there. What a waste. All this stuff well, we can be learning from each who's other. Who's to say that most of them don't? Don't what? Communicate with one another. Oh man, we're a bunch of dumb. We're no. a bunch of dumb humans. Why would what? they communicate with us? We are made in the image of God, sir. We are special beings. We evolve around the revolve around the sun. We are special. We're super special and awesome. God made us this way. So why wouldn't he want to share us with the rest of the universe? Look, look what I have made. People, my favorite creations. I love them so much. Here, look at them. Interact with them. Learn from them. I don't know. Just doesn't pervert make a whole lot them. of sense. Pervert, pervert them. them. So why would he made perverted aliens? Now we made perverted aliens? Why I would he do that? Not I didn't mean that in the sexual sense. I didn't either. Your mind goes. I but. didn't either. Perverted, as in perverted. He perverted their minds. He perverted them with the mentally. Yeah. He didn't want us interacting because this was meant to be in. So why would he create creation. them? I don't know. You've got to ask God when you meet him. Well, I'm never going to happen, out. Joseph. He doesn't <laughs> exist. Do you talk to him? Through prayer, sure. Okay, can you pray right now and talk to him and get an answer? No. Well, well, that's ridiculous. That's not a communication. That's not much of a communication not at communication all. Communication in the traditional sense that you're familiar with and that you prefer. Why would God not communicate in a traditional sense? Why all the mystery and weirdness? I don't know. Again, Me neither. It doesn't make sense, Joseph. There's a lot of things that don't make sense. Right. It's just why I don't believe it. Because when it doesn't add up, I don't believe it. If it doesn't make sense, Joseph, I'm not going to believe it. That in your definition. Why do you believe things that don't make sense, Joseph? I believe what I believe makes sense. Well, it's that doesn't make sense either. hardened atheist heart. Why has God hardened my heart? That truth. Why has he allowed my heart You've to be done hardened? that to yourself? Why has he allowed You've it to happen? To Does he not want to save me? Does he not want me to go to heaven? Does he want me to burn in hell? Some people are beyond saving. That's just well, it'd be great if he showed is. up, Joseph. And if he doesn't show up, it's on him. It's his fault at that want, point. Do you want all your children to be successful? Yes. Depending on how many you have, possible some may not. Great, but I would still do my nonetheless. I would still do my you best. You can only do so much. I'm a human. God's a god. He can do whatever the farts he wants. Yep. But yep. again, you've and been showing up and, free will. And showing up and proving to me that he's real is one of the things he refuses to do. <laughs> he did it to you. He did it to Saul. Yep. He did it to all these countless people. Why am I different? Why won't he show up for me? He's a little busy. Maybe you're on his calendar. He's too busy week. for me? Joseph. I said maybe he's got you penciled in for next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Joseph. Oh, man. Well, this has been fun, man. Hey, <laughs> I'll let you leave with the last word, and then we'll, we'll close her out. Oh, no, that, that's quite all right. But I, well, where can I we find I your made... stuff, then? Uh the easiest places are either my author website, Joseph M. Leonard, again, Leonard.us, josephmleonard.us, or terrorstrikes.info. They're 
supposedly getting around to trading a dot book extension, but unfortunately it doesn't exist yet in time for my book. So I went with terrorstrikes.info mm -hmm. and uh, hopefully we'll be able to have a beer together next time I make it out to Vegas. After all this airline crap with the masking crap stops, I intend to go back out to Vegas, but I'm not wearing a stupid mask on a plane. All right. All right, man. <laughs> well, you take care. Stay safe out there, man. I'll, I'll, we'll keep in contact and we'll definitely have that beer when you get out here, man. All righty. Oh, I, let me throw in one last thing. Yeah. I did make a note on it regarding your, your logic here. Yeah. If a person goes into a store uh -huh. with a gun, uh -huh. holds it up for money, mm -hmm. and people witness it. But there's no video evidence because the video cameras mm -hmm. aren't there. Did the robbery occur? There's no video evidence of it. You can't see the mm -hmm. crime happen, but you believe the witnesses because they were there and they're telling you that it happened. And later evidence shows fingerprints solidifying the case of what the witnesses said happened, happened. And that's what I'm telling you is happening with archaeology and the Bible today. Yeah. It's going to take more time. It, that's the so, issue, John. Joseph, sorry, I keep calling you John. Joseph. That's all right. Because I brought up John. Why? That's why I threw you off. That's my fault. I, that's okay. It, <laughs> it, no, I, I don't I don't see that. Like the issue with, with um with that kind of thing is. Police know, uh, juries know, everybody knows that eyewitness accounts can be flawed. We know yes. that. Yes. So we have to take the evidence that. into account. And when the fingerprints come into account, that's when the stories collide. That's when we take that evidence and those stories and we're like, okay, yeah. But we don't have any evidence of a resurrection or any magical things happening. We can't. We, it's too long. We, it's impossible at this point. So we have to take it on faith. Thing. which is just exactly. let's just believe it we don't have evidence why not believe it well you know what i'm gonna believe spider-man is the master of the universe i don't have evidence but i'm just gonna believe it okay well see? that's good see you keep we can both do spidey it. senses tingling then, yeah, absolutely my <laughs> <laughs> hey right. i love you nonetheless and i will pray for your soul no oh, man well i appreciate the thoughts and uh, you take care, man. I'll let you know All when right. this comes out, man. Talk Have a good night, Michael. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>all the show there is for you today thanks for listening if you like what you heard and want to help keep the recording light on simply go to patreon.com forward slash bsw the podcast and sign up to be a supporter of the show your episodic tithes of a dollar or more will give you access to the patron feed unaired conversations early access to each episode and much more for the latest events, BSW swag, and a peek behind the scenes, head on over to the show's ever-evolving webpage at thebiblesayswhat.com. The Bible Says What the book is out. Head on over to thebiblesayswhat.com and get yourself and your grandma a signed copy. 
Thanks to the cosmic powers of the internet, it is now possible to buy me a beer or coffee online. Simply go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash BSW the podcast and click the appropriate buttons. If you can't support the show monetarily, please like, share, and or leave a review. As always, you can find me at the Bible Says What Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Instagram pages. You can also reach me at bswthepodcast at gmail.com. And no matter which platform you use to listen to your podcasts, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on the next episode. Until then, would you kindly pick up your Bibles and read them? Fourth be with you.